happy Thanksgiving to all our American friends and that. Uh, this is kind of a, a American holiday themed episode. A lot of our books are kind of a holiday themed or uh, no straight up Turkey Day themed. One of them is even called Turkey Day actually. Uh, yeah, that's probably our weirdest book this week too. But enjoyable. But uh, before we get on to all that fun stuff, let's start off with our uh, what I like to call the bookkeeping. Right. And um, no, let's just start off by thanking uh, Ash. And Bobby over at 204 Comics, that's uh, where we get our weekly pulls in that. Uh, they have a big uh, Black Friday sale going on through, started today. Oh, and I do have a picture of that. Yeah, and I'm not sure if it goes through the weekend or not, but definitely today and tomorrow. Um, so that's always cool. I'll throw that, that up on screen. Yeah, that's all their specials coming up on screen here. Boom. Uh... I can hardly see that. 25% off all back issues, which includes everything in their showcase and on their wall. And that's not something they do very often, so wow. that's pretty surprising. I didn't even know that part. 25% uh, off all trades and graphic novels. So that's another really good one. I think normally he's got a pretty good deal, so that that's, is even I more. I that's 10% more, yeah. 15% um, off new books on the rack. So even if you get your pulls there, normally you get 10%. You're getting 15% this week. Um, yeah, until Saturday, see you saying. Yeah, yeah. Saturday. Um, yeah, trading cards, Pokemon Magic, whatnot. Everything 15%, 15%. And board games, 15%. Cool. So, really wicked sale there. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I grabbed that because I wouldn't have been able to remember all that. Yeah. And then also we have our... Uh, companion, compatriot over at uh, Big Country Comics, Justin and the guys. Uh, they also are having a big Black Friday sale too going on right now. Um, you check out their website and that for deals. They have some bundle deals and that going on. Uh, anybody who watched the tag show last week, which is also up there and be going to be up on the screen as well, yeah, they had some the of their camera. specials there. Um, yeah, those are that what we want to thank for now. There we are. Yeah. Yeah, and this is some of the work that they did last week on the tags group. Um, oh, speaking of which, I got one in the mail today that. I was supposed to get on Halloween weekend, it, it just didn't work out. So this is from Becca Kenzie, and this is, uh, I always get mashups and stuff, so this is a mashup of Bullwinkle as a Pinhead. So, and before people say, oh, how come that's on a postcard instead of a coaster? Uh, she tried to do it on a coaster that night, but uh, the wrong coaster had been sent to her, so they weren't working. So she did mine on a, just on a piece of paper, which I appreciate as well, too, because it's pretty awesome. That one would be all right framed, even a small frame for it. Yeah, I'm going to put them all in a frame. This Vampiro one here that's up here, Betty Boop Vampiro, that one's ours too. Yeah, that that those three there were done by Mike Ruth. Yeah. Um, he had, uh, was it, how do you pronounce that dude? Gulick. 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 And that zombie looking dude is Arcane. a Swamp Thing villain. Yeah, Arcane. Anton Arcane. And then uh, Mike did Smurf and Smurfette for me as uh, Neo and Trinity. No, that's you. That's what I said. No, you said Mike. Oh, I meant Hugh, yeah. not Mike. Yeah. I don't hope they're not watching. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh wouldn't like that much. No. <laughs> and uh, Hugh also took a request to do a Fairly Odd Parents as well. Which looks like almost better than the real Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. Hugh's great when it comes to matching other styles. Yeah. You didn't put up the Justin's logo. Oh, well, I had I got the tags one. That's okay. okay. Um, but yeah, you know. check out Big Country's site for their uh, sales too. Not Daddy here, we're not doing a Black Friday sale, but uh, as soon as the show's done here this evening, I will be hosting an auction just on the uh, Canada auction page on uh, Facebook, so if anybody wants to check that out. Um, I think that's it. Uh, we do have some more stuff that we want to talk about, um, but let's uh, get into the show and we'll sprinkle some of that fun stuff later on, that, that interview we got coming up in that. Yeah. Um... So first up, and this one is kind of just thrown in there just to be topical. Um, did you read this one? No. No? Okay. I was going to read it, and then we had so many books, and then by the time I, while I was reading the books, I was listening to a uh, another person's podcast that I listened to on, on their review on books, mm -hmm. and they said there was a piece of crap. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's uh, <laughs> not even great artwork. I don't, I don't, I've, I've never read anything Kate Bishop. I don't Not even the Hawkeye stuff that led up to her. Um, 
so I felt like I was missing a ton, like a, a ton. I felt like there was characters in there. They're just like, hey, you should know these people. Yeah, and a lot besides of the references to like America Chavez mm-hmm. and you know some of the other younger Avengers characters or I guess champions, yeah. I I really had no idea what was going on, and it was kind of just shitty. Yeah, not very good. I heard that too. It's been it uh, continues on her. Uh story it's been doing on a few years she's been out on the west coast a few years now she's back in new york and stuff like that so i heard yeah well, she's doing stuff as a yeah. pi and yeah do you want to talk about hawkeye now then too or do you want to wait till afterwards yeah we'll wait till afterwards yeah okay um yeah we'll wait till afterwards okay uh next up is death of dr strange uh, i don't know if you read that one either no i didn't no. put that on there no, you, I have that one, but I didn't read it. Any, oh, you're letting a dog up. That's it. Um, oh, now it's not centered, though. That's good. Very good. Bug me. No, I didn't know we had that on the book. I have that to read, but I didn't. I haven't read that yet. Because um, then we threw in all those extra source point books that came through. Yeah, keep an eye out for the twenty thousand source point books we have coming today. I think it's five. But... <clears throat> okay, <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> for source point. You usually do like one every so often. Well, I like, um, get, I like doing them, but this we never they never come in, and today all of them came in. Yeah, and source point aren't ones that you can find online. But we're we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Um, yeah, death of Doctor Strange number three. Uh, this is one I, I'm I just threw in there again because we've been covering it, and as I was reading through it, I figured it would be a good one to do because I think as the whole story, I think we're maybe about midway through the whole it, death of Doctor Strange thing. Yeah, there's six, and it's. Well, yeah, but then there's all the tie-ins and whatnot. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Um, this one seems to have the, just like the first ep- episode issue. Keep doing that. Uh, the first issue had, you know, the big reveal of, you know, Doctor Strange was murdered and it was kind of a whodunit type thing. Um, this one, we get a bit more backstory on the mothers. The three mothers. First cover appearance. Mm-hmm. Isn't there, I know in this one too, I saw there's a first cameo of the, it's the offspring of this these people isn't it i think it's it's related to them i don't know yeah. if it's like directly created from them oh, okay. i don't know okay. it, it could have been okay um but it, it's revealed in this issue that the reason that no one is able to become the sorcerer supreme is because dr strange's soul was stolen right and he's not able to pass it on right and no one else can claim that title now magic loophole yeah so I mean that that's really the biggest thing in this issue is that um, other stuff does happen like they you know they perform the autopsy and they find that out. There's some stuff between uh, retro Doctor Strange and Clea, uh, right? What's her name? Clea. Yeah. Um, but and that's about it. It's 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 a lot of um, backstory and a lot of stuff going forward, but. Not a whole lot of action or anything in this one. It's not bad. Yeah, that's why I didn't bother adding it to the list because there was so much other stuff there. Uh, where are we? Um, how did you feel about this one? Uh, the New Hulk by Donny Cates. And Ryan Otley. Um, yeah, let's hear your take on it. Um, what I thought about that was I think a lot of people are probably thinking the same thing because I have heard a couple opinions already. Is it what the hell? No, well, kind of. It's not what the hell. It's just like, I don't like the, what Donny Cates has done so far is it's, he's turned the Hulk into like, almost like a Transformer or like a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. He's like a Voltron. Yeah. Yeah. So what he's done is he's, he, Bruce Banner has like separated his mind or his id, his Banner personality, and it's in control of everything. And it's kind of locked itself in his in the Hulk's body, in his brain, in his mind, and he's controlling everything. He's got like an Enterprise bridge in his brain. Yes, and he has like added all these like uh, uh, biomechanical enhancements to the Hulk again to turn him like into like this spaceship stuff. And he wants to um, kind of leave this reality and you know travel through like a portal and you know and go into like a different universe type of thing because mm-hmm. he's just all powerful and stuff. So, I don't like the whole spaceship stuff, but if it wasn't for that, then I would like it because the Hulk leaving like the Earth to a different plane to encounter different monsters and creatures mm-hmm. and stuff like that is awesome. 
That's why Planet Hulk was pretty cool. That's why in the eighties that run that Magnola did an incredible Hulk where he's where they sent him to like that crossroads place where he always every time he yeah. went to a dimension yeah. he would come back. Those are cool. That's all cool monster savage stuff. I oh. think no matter what came out after the Immortal Hulk run was going to be really tough to follow. Well, this is kind of silly though, that whole robot of the Hulk part. But that's what I was going to say. And it, he's got, you know, the Bruce Banner portion of him is control, somehow miniature and controlling him it's just from his, his mind. It's but just then his mind. The like, Hulk, like the actual Hulk personality, he has locked away inside of the Hulk right. as, and they're calling him the engine yeah. because he has to be, keep being angry for the actual Hulk, Hulk starship as they're calling it yeah. to work. So, I mean, really weird i was hoping it was going to be a more traditional hulk story i don't know i i've never really been into the hulk i think it will be a traditional hulk story but, but it has that with that stupid twist part on it or not stupid but just we don't know how how it's going to develop but really forced like in biomechanical power ranger part to it otherwise mm -hmm. it would be like that cool thing but I mean, it, you know, Donny Cage doing like cosmic stuff, like Cosmic Hulk, would be is awesome. I think we were all kind of looking to like that forward, mm -hmm. and that's where it's kind of like it's going Hulk to different dimensions and stuff like that. Yeah. But again, it's just I don't know. So we'll see where it goes. That could be just to get us there. Who knows? But we'll see. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm not a huge Hulk fan to begin with, so it was really weird. But we'll see what happens. Like you said, it could just be. Something to get it somewhere. Yeah, it could use a mechanism to get there. Um. Well, next up is Star Wars Life Day. Uh, did you read this one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh what'd you think of it? I thought it was just a quick little holiday special. I mean, yeah, and that's I, what it is. I'm surprised it came out now and not in <clears throat> December. Well, no, because again, as soon as. Today, the 25th, is uh, American Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Then that's everything from there on is Thanksgiving, uh, holiday Christmas related. Mm -hmm. So well, it falls well, into that. Life Day, like that whole thing was originally part of like that Star Wars yeah. Christmas holiday special, whatever. Yeah, and that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, see, he says uh, Marvel's Inside Out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's what it is. It's uh, it's a few different stories involving um, Life Day, which is basically like Christmas and that, and it's yeah. spread across the whole universe. Everyone loves it, and... Yeah, it's okay. I like it. I mean, it's just, it's what it is. It's... Chewbacca loves Star Wars Christmas. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Yeah, it's enjoyable. It's, you know, somebody, if you want to... It's, it's very it... cartoony art. Well, and that's what I was going to say. It'd it almost seems like, like one of stuffer. the IDW. Yeah, I had to check thing. that at first when yeah. I was doing it. I thought it was the IDW. So it's, um, yeah, it'd be good, like, good stocking stuff mm -hmm. for to put in someone's stocking. And speaking of Star Wars and IDW, um... they're gone. Yeah, I don't remember if we mentioned it or not before. We have twice. Have we? Yes. Yeah, this Star Wars is going back to Dark Horse. Just the... Just the show. IDW stuff. Yeah. Um, Where are we now? Oh, okay. I see where we're at. Uh, how'd you feel about the Batman this week? I love the this last series. One. I love this series. Whoop. That was the wrong thing. No, that's right. Uh, I love this series. Um... Garth Ennis writing, Liam Sharp artwork. When earlier in the series, uh, we had uh, kind of not complaints, but one of the things we said could have been uh, a little bit better was sometimes the artwork from Liam Sharp was kind of too dark, really too dark. Marky. And I, reading this one, I thought right away, this it's, one's it's nice changed. and bright. Yeah, yeah. it's the last two issues I noted, especially that that murkiness isn't there. There is still darkness and all that. But I wonder it's, uh, if it's supposed to be a tone thing, though, where as like the mystery, you know, things become more clear. So did the panels. Either way, but still, it is definitely it has that feeling now. Uh, so at the end of the last issue and at the beginning of this issue, you got Batman, you know, leaping into the mouth of this, uh, giant reptilian beast, uh, which is... Killer you know, Croc's baby. Yeah, the offspring of a, him, maybe. Uh, and it was swallowed whole, so then he does the whole, uh, you know, fight his way inside out thing, so with that and with the help of, like, remote control of the Batmobile, he, uh, injures the beast and crawls out of it, but the beast is, like, so powerful and has, like... Being a reptile and stuff, it can like regenerate. So it's not dead yet, but it's captured. The uh, government, the military, shows up and uh, confiscates the the creature and confiscates 
Killer Croc, and then of course they're all going to experiment on and stuff, and he doesn't want to do and that. And Batman's so dark. He's like, well, this is what you get for being born a freak of nature. Yeah. He's no remorse. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that was pretty tough and even that, for that, Batman. Yeah, that's what's cool about this. was That's what sold this book and, and made me keep on reading it was uh, Garth Ennis' um, uh, dialect for Batman. You know, nonchalant, He's just so, so dark. So harsh. Yeah, that was pretty funny and enjoyable and uh liam sharp's artwork which was this i love it because it made me think so much of that hardcover um arkham asylum story from the 80s mm -hmm. just so twisted and weird and i i was glad to see it end finally i was it, glad too because we thought for a while it was, it was 12 issues that's yeah. right so it, it felt like it was starting to take a long long time like yeah. those last two issues and it's it, really, but really then it finished dragged. fast though, without a bunch of like. I mean, there was the action at the beginning, but that, then the ending was really abrupt. Like yeah. the whole ending happens this issue. Yeah, which was good though. Yeah, I, I mean, it was it was perfect. It was a good story. Yeah. That'll be a good book to have, like in a collected form for somebody, or yeah, it'll it'll make a good or, trade. Or um, I know DC does a lot of their uh, animated stuff as like a little bit older, or not older, but more mature and darker. I, I couldn't see this one. Being... I I could see it if they went no. like a little bit darker, HBO Max stuff. They do that Harley Quinn show with, but it's pretty adult. Yeah, but that's not the same. That's like Rick and Morty comedy. Okay. Um, next up, lots of stuff still trickling in Halloween-wise. This one, I think, is 12 issues. There's it's a year of this one. Year, yeah. um, DC Vampires. Um, I, like I still like it. Yeah, I still like it. I think it's... Like, you know, kind of goofy vampires, whatnot, but it doesn't overdo it. It it does a good job. And this one seems to focus more on Batman and the Bat family. And mm -hmm. uh, I really like the part where Batman's has to, handing out a cross to everyone. He's like, here, hold this. Yeah. And everyone's like, cake, whatever. And everyone has their own, like, uh, I guess, comment when they take it. Well, I like, like how... Batgirl's like, oh, this is such nice woodwork. And Red Hood's like, hey, this is fucking dumb. Like, do you want the stick back? I like it when, like, uh, when Damien's going, like, why does everybody, like, look so surprised when I passed the I'm not a vampire test. You know? Yeah. You know, or or I always like it too when uh, Alfred's talking with Batman. He's like, oh, sir, I'm so I'm pleased to see that you trust me enough not to you know, you know, throw holy water on me. He's like, oh, that's okay. You've been bathing in holy water for three days now and, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. So they just kind of cool. But um, you got James Tinney in the fourth writing it. And even though this is a Tinian book, it, it it kind of doesn't feel like a Tinian book. It's pretty light for a yeah, Tinian. Yeah, so we'll see if it gets twisted darker. And Matthew Rosenberg doing the art. And um, I really like the art on here, too. Matthew Rosenberg's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, it does seem to be a little bit more not necessarily in the Super Friends universe, but has a lot of those characters and some of the yeah. goofiness about it. But not goofiness in a silly it's way. Like but parallel to it. It's yeah. got a lot of the same similarities. Yeah. Uh, so you got more of the heroes and villains are becoming aware of the, the vampire invasion. Um, but some of it might be too late for most people because as they find out, they kind of figure out who's infiltrated the, you know, the, all these different groups and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it keeps going on from there. Uh, it's it's going to be good. It uh, has a little bit of a slow burn build, but not too much because there is you know quite a bit of action too. And it is 12 issues, so we'll see where it goes. And I'm going to do my best today not to say uh, stuff like that. Because I notice I say that a lot. Hmm. Stuff like that. Oh. Things and stuff like that. I thought you meant, I'm not going to try not to say stuff like that. Like you had said something no, before. No, the actual words, stuff like that. Okay. Um. So we're going to go on to the next stuff. Like that. DC. Yeah. Uh, Superman 78. Robert Vendetti's writing and uh, Wilfredo uh, Torres writing. Or uh, Arc. This has been the first issue that I've not really enjoyed. I like this issue still, but I can but see, I can see why you wouldn't enjoy it as it's, much. It's but. still good, and I still enjoy it. It's one of my favorite DC series right now, much mm -hmm. like Batman 89. Yep. One of my favorite, but so far out of the four that have come out, this one I think has been my, my least if I were to rate it, you know, yeah. one to four, this would be the last what, one. What I'm enjoying the most about this series, and you can even see it on the color too, is the likeness in the artwork of the the characters. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, that, even on the cover looks, here, that looks identical to Christopher Reeve. Yeah, it totally looks Christopher Reeve. Gene Hackman. That, even, that looks Luther, like Gene Hackman, yeah. Uh, Marlon Brando is... Oh, yeah, uh, for sure, as Cal, or uh, as Jor-El. Jor yeah. yeah. 
they do a lot better job capturing the likeness in this, I think, than, than Batman. Than Batman. Yeah. Batman looks like a cartoon versions of them, much like uh, the Ghostbusters cartoon is to the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this. So again, now you got um, Clark is in, inside the bottle city of, of Krypton. He's been shrunk down and captured in there, and he finds his parents and you know, quite a bit large area of Krypton. Uh, almost a whole city, I guess, is in there. Mm-hmm. Probably the main probably, city. Probably Kandor. Yeah, Kandor. And uh, he's received a message from Earth from Lois and uh, Lex Luthor because Luthor planted a tag on him saying uh, that they're going to try and you know, get him out there type of thing. And Jor-El finds this thing too and re- he says, oh, this is what I've needed all these years to uh, you know, find a way out because it's, almost, it's possible to get out. And um, Brainiac also knows that this transmission's gone on, so now he's gone back to Earth to retaliate. And um, because now he realizes that you no, know, there's people on Earth that are a threat. There's a spot so he's gonna for you come, right there. And he's going to come back, and uh, he ends up uh, shrinking and, and capturing Metropolis. He's going to bottle, you know, bottle them up too. So this is right out of an old comic. It's it's great. Um, I'm I'm enjoying it still. Two more issues. I'm glad they're not stretching it out. So, your dog wants to no. be pet. No, he, he. I kicked him off because he's licking. So um. Next up, did you figure out what this one was? Yes, it is. So it is the start from of, Image Comics. Yeah. Friday. Yeah. And this is the local comic shop day. Uh. Uh. I guess variant or exclusive yeah. or release. Yeah. Um, a variant. And what it is is, I, if you read it on the very very last page, it is an ad, and this mm-hmm. was a web comic. Ah, uh, that it, explains. It, and now it. they're releasing it. Yeah. And when so, I when I was researching this one. It had said it came out a year or two ago. Right. But what you, what you had said when you saw this is like, oh, this hasn't even come out yet. No, because I is, said that Ashley... This variant is out before the actual comic itself. Right, because at Ashley's store, they got a, a poster that he put up for this about a month or so ago with the uh, promo stuff. Mm-hmm. So I knew Not until December, I think. Yeah. But what it came out today was the first uh, chapter one, they call it. And it's uh, from Ed Brubaker and Marcus Martin. Or sorry, Marcos Martin. And it's uh, Ed Brubaker does a lot of like detective stuff in that, and you no know, kind of hard boiled detective stuff. So yep. that's what's going on in here. Uh, you got the the one guy in the scarf is like a, he's like a Sherlock Holmes in a small town, and the other girl is Friday, and she's like his girl Friday and his Watson type of thing. Uh, they've been together friends for a long time. She's apparently away at college, and she's coming back for a family vacation again. Like looks like. Thanksgiving or Christmas mm-hmm. or something, and um, right away, soon she steps off the train. He's calling her up to you know get her involved into a new mystery and stuff. And it's kind of like um, a Scooby Doo mystery stuff, a lot of supernatural and then It's got the cops there, so it's kind of like a Tin Tin kind of Sherlock Holmes type of thing. And it looks like they've had some kind of uh, maybe feelings or relationship in the there's, past. There's that, some sort there's of some history kind of tension there that that's, hasn't been that's addressed. That's what made me wonder if it was a sequel series. Yeah. So there's there there's some tension there that hasn't been addressed, but kind of kind of seems like it's because uh, he has that Sherlock personality where he's like just obsessed about solving cases and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, the, I thought it was all right. I like I it. like the artwork, and it's usually artwork I think I don't like. And there's yeah. another one or two books coming up that's usually artwork I don't like, but yeah. it fit. And I know it's kind of that cartoony stick person, very simple, um, sometimes abstract, but uh, also sometimes realistic mm-hmm. artwork that you don't like. And I knew you wouldn't like that. All right, I knew that's what you were talking I about. I really like their their cover for this one. But or the, the local comic shop cover, anyway. Uh, the normal cover is the same thing. It it's just, the same, just different it, trade dressing. Well, not even much different. It just has that, no, it doesn't have the yellow banner at the bottom. And the special I, collector's issue. Yeah, I don't think it has the Image Comics group um, thing up there either. I'm not sure on that one. Knowing Image, they'll have multiple versions of that cover. for. Oh, yeah. 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 Variants. But I enjoyed it. I'll, I'll look forward to the rest of it. Um, also from Image. But when I when I see oh. stuff like that, and it's just a random thought. So now you have it in print. So is that the first time those characters are in a comic? Mm-hmm. Or is that, the, yeah? or is Well, it... look at uh, Batman Adventures when they introduced Sunny, like that new uh, Deathstroke character. Yeah. That was a web comic, and it had released a month or two before. Issue 2 was actually released on the web before? Yeah, that whole series. Oh. They were done in two or three parts at a time. I just thought some of it started off that way. No, nope, the whole series, I'm pretty sure. Okay. 
Um, anyway. At what point did they start doing that, though? When they stopped doing physical prints of a book? Uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, if like, like they want to have that NFT stuff nowadays. Like, if they don't have a physical copy of a book and it's shown digitally. Then there's no physical first appearance. Yeah. No different than it when a movie does something and it gets a magazine adaptation, like a special Marvel. Right, but presents. I'm just saying, I think with those that NFT stuff, you're like actually owning it, right? So, oh, that's a big rabbit hole there. Okay, let's hope that doesn't come up for a long time. Oh, there's there's been like games and stuff or uh, stuff on your phone, like Fortnite. You can't get Fortnite on the Apple Store anymore, mm -hmm. and people were selling their phones and stuff with Fortnite on it for like thousands of dollars. Oh man, because it was still on it. So, I mean, I don't really think that that would be the case with comics because there's always going to be for sale yeah, if it's digital. Um, anyway, uh, I got two pages into this one and I closed it. Really? Yep. I loved it. I, I know. It was awesome. I was shocked. Uh, Girl Scouts. I, I still flipped through it and I read through it and at least I think it's this one. Yeah, this is the one. It has that cartoony weird stick art, just like the cover there. Um, I like this one. It, it's a it's a creation from that guy Jim Mahfood, and I guess he's done some other ones online and stuff like that too, and, and a couple other stories. Um, it's from Image. Oh yeah, this yeah. is the one. Yeah, I got, I got three pages in and, and I closed it. Yeah, and I, I was kind of I call it punky kind of underground art, and it very much is. It's kind of no trippy little acidy. And it's I liked it. It really fit the story. It was kind of cool, but I could see why you wouldn't like that because you just don't like. I won't say you like the same things always, but you you don't. I like a lot wide variety of stuff. I um, just I'm not a fan of this type of art. Yeah. And it's it's not you know anime type thing too. And not into that style of drawing. No, no. but this one is a uh, it's a girl who uh, has a bodyguard, or and she, uh, you know, he's she's hired him to take him somewhere. And they get set up and ambushed along the way. The story itself is kind of pretty, you know, simple formula. They have a friend that is arranged for them to get somewhere and double cross them and stuff, and because they were threatened. And the guy, his name is uh, what's his name? Turtleneck Jones. And uh, instead of you no, know, well, they get ambushed and stuff. And instead of uh, you know, defending her and stuff, he tries a couple things, and oh, it's not working. So he ends up just blowing his own head off. At the end there, and then and then that kind of just ends there, and everybody's just like, "What happened?" So I don't know if this guy's like a like a Lobo dude, and he his head can grow back and stuff or what. But obviously, there's aliens and stuff in here, so anything can happen. So I want to keep going just to see where it's going. It seems kind of crazy, and, and yeah, the artwork is kind of like uh, most uh, kinetic and most psychic, and a lot of all over the place and. I, I know you didn't, I didn't care really for it, make but, it far enough in to get but, a no. strong enough idea. But I like it because uh, it was a little different. If, if someone likes uh, Tank Girl, like early Tank Girl type of stuff, where again that uh, you know that kind of indie underground punky art, yeah. that would be this. So. Uh, next is only one, I think, Dark Horse this week. The Joy Division one. The Joy Operations, yeah. Oh, I kept calling it Joy Division. No, Operation. Joy Division. No, she's in the Joy Division, though. Yeah. Yeah. And Joy Division is a band, too, from, like, the 80s. That's, that's why I kept calling I, it. I must have missed that decade. Probably. <laughs> um, what did you think of this one? I thought it was uh, just Batman Beyond. That's what I have written down here, too. I thought it was just it's, Batman Beyond. Yeah, I thought that, too. It's Brian Michael Bendis and Stefan uh, Brian. And that's what I have written down here. My first thing I have it's great art, very mm -hmm. clean and futuristic, mm -hmm. and it's it's like uh, the story's a little confusing because it's it's a middle aged woman as Batman Beyond. Yeah, and I have it here. It seems like a kind of a hash up of Batman Beyond Spidey twenty ninety nine, mm -hmm. and that's what I felt too. Like it joys as and is employed as um, a second. What was that one that we did a couple weeks back from uh, AWA? Um, it was like Luke Cage. Where it's still, it was still decent, still good, mm -hmm. but just the exact same. Um, oh, that was from Image, and that was that uh, Phenom X one. Yeah. 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 Phenom, yeah. That's but right. that one wasn't good, though. This one was kind of. I didn't mind that one. 
Well, this one, well, that one was more understandable and enjoyable, where this one you're like constantly not going with, not understanding what's going on. No. Um, and that's because it's written by Brian Michael Bendis. And I don't know. I'm, I'm going to read more of it because it does have like a lot of hype, not necessarily hype around it, but uh, potential to it. So you get it's Joy's employed at a security firm, and uh, it's kind of a, a very, very corporate world. Um, she's she's starting to find out that this this corporation they, they they build these super divisions like these cities and stuff like that. So this place wants to build a new one. It's gonna blow away all the rest. But they're gonna they've been starting to use like this uh, untested and I won't say forbidden, but definitely you know glitchy tech, and it's having bad results. It's killing people and stuff like that. So she's kind of being uh, leaked this information and that, and I don't know. It, it, it's very, very. It, it it turns out that someone's in her head, and they're they don't really say how they're in her head, but towards the end of the book, you know, only she can hear them in her head, and that, and then towards the end of the book, the person can almost start controlling her, like a puppet. So uh, it's yeah. it's really weird. It's it's even like some of the weird stuff in the Amazing Spider-Man right now, that whole Beyond Corporation. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it, it feels a lot of stuff is going that way, and I've not really been picking up Spider-Man because of that. I've been mm -hmm. getting it because Ben Riley, and I like Ben Riley, but Yeah, it's that whole evil corporation, like Alchemex or whatever, so... Yeah. Uh, next up is we're getting into all of the Source Point stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of it. Uh, and our first book is John Wick. I, I saved this book to last because I was looking forward to this book for a very, very long time. Are you reading this one, Napoleon? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it is exactly John Wick. It is a good In boy. a good way. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah, it, it's, 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 it's meant really to be good. like that. It's totally meant to be like that. It's, yeah. it's like, it's no, they're not pulling any punches. Nope. You got Garrett, Gunn, and Christina uh, Blanche doing the, um, sorry, Blanche doing the story. And you got Kit Wallace doing the art and i like the art in here it's like mm -hmm. modern kind of turtle art ninja turtle art no very um you know clean colorful car kind of cartoony but still very serious about well, like the cover there yeah, but that the cover is exactly what the interior is like yeah so it's the john wick story but instead of john uh wick going out and event you know uh getting back into the world to wipe out people because they came and killed his dog uh in this scenario the dog lives and john wick dies so yeah like it, 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 it his he, owner's name was john and everything yeah like it, this yeah. is literally john Wick's oh yeah dog. they do they they it's like what if john wick had died and yeah. not the dog and that's exactly it because even the dog now becomes john like the john wick person mm -hmm. and he has like he goes in you no know, has like the coins for the secret society like everything is identical so it, and it's awesome yeah it's, it's great it's like a parody and i it, don't like the anthropomorphic stuff no but i like it so it's good I'm gonna keep reading it for that. Mm -hmm. but, I mean, I get it. There's just nothing more to say to it. It's it's John Wick, but with the dog, it survives and John dies. The so artwork's cool. great. Um, I don't remember the plot of John Wick. I don't think anyone does. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I imagine it, it follows very similar beats. Like just oh, it's it's word for word. They yeah. wipe out John Wick. He, this guy, you know, kind of. Uh, um, not powers up, but he supplies up. He gets all his ammos, and he, you know, instead of under his uh, basement, it's where in he the, keeps it's all his in stuff, the doghouse, and he, yeah. he keeps all his stuff underneath the doghouse. Yeah. And Every side, everything's funny. identical. It hits the road instead of a instead of a souped up um, sport uh, muscle car. He has a muscle truck type of thing. Mm -hmm. Hits the road, and yeah, it's gonna be cool. Um, this next one is one that has weird art that I don't normally like, but I did really enjoy reading it. Yeah, this one has that kind Tales of... from the Dead Astronaut. Yeah, another Source uh, Point press book, and um, this kind of has that Ice Cream Man, Ha Ha feels to it. Mm. You know, very surreal, kind of melancholy, uh, melancholy stories. Um, I thought it was funny. Some of them were. Some of them were. But funny, like, in a weird, depressing, like, uh, melancholy, sarc oh, it's sarcastic more of a, way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dark dark humor. Yeah, so you got uh uh Jonathan Thompson doing uh the writing and Jorge Luis uh Gabado doing the art. And I thought at first when I was flipping through it and I had to go back and double check on it, I thought there was more than one artist in here. 
because it has uh, again multiple different um, uh, styles of artwork in here because there's multiple stories. Does it not? I thought it said at the front of the book that there was multiple from mm, page to page. No, I don't think so because I looked it up and I unless that was another one. Of the that books. was one of the, there was a few like that this mm -hmm. week. So uh, what it is? It's a, an anthology of creepy and kind of like surreal stories uh, told by a dead astronaut that's floating through space, and and that's him on the cover there. Mm -hmm. um, so fun. Yeah, yeah. It's very like sad and no trippy kind of art. Um, yeah, like I said, it has a kind of ice cream man and haha um, -ha feel to it. It's not like the well, this. He's just drifting through space and he's seen a lot and yeah, he's, he's talking about all the stuff he's seen and he's as he's telling the stuff in between this short stories, he's slowly being eaten away by these weird like space bugs, maggot things. Yeah, and, and, and then that just becomes like his leadway into a story. So. He doesn't actually like partake in any of the stories. He's just no. kind of a guy that kind of just... He's the crypt keeper. Yeah, or he's Rod Serling from like um, Night Gallery and all yeah. that. So it's neat. Uh, I, I love that kind of... You know me. Like, although it's trippy and not as horror as I like. I like trippy stuff too, but I like uh, anthology stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next one is also Source Point Press. But if you notice, the logo was different, and I mm -hmm. looked wide. It's uh, Source Point Press Kids. This is for kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because if you when you look inside the first oh, page and the I last page, it said source, uh, source point press kids dot com, and that's why the logo is different. Even Interesting. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have really said it was for kids, but I I mean, there's no reason it couldn't be for kids. I guess. No. I I this, think it would this be, is one of my favorite books this week. It was. It kind of has like that. Uh, I would assume. It, it has like that a, Rick and Morty art. Yeah, Rick and Morty, or uh, I, I thought it was like a Veggie Tales Gone Bad. I, I kind of said like Animaniacs. Um, what's that one? Is it called Aqua Team Hunger Force or something? Oh, that the weird. Yeah, uh, and I also drink guy. Yeah, I also fries. thought too like Sausage Party. Sausage Party, yeah, that Sausage Party. But but for kids apparently, it's, yeah, it's hilarious. There's so many food puns. I I was laughing the whole time reading this one. Yeah, me too, because the whole book is full of food puns. And what it is, it's... You're going to fry for that. So yeah, yeah. It, it was it was great. Uh, I think this is my go out and grab it book of the week. I think it's so too, because I could see this totally being turned into something and not even just from that. It's just mm -hmm. so funny. But it is uh, written by uh, Wamdidi Sta and by uh, Anthony Tan. And what it is, is it's a silly book filled with like super, no, not even just dad puns, but like food puns. And uh, it's all food inspired, much like Tyler said. It kind of has that you no know, feel like everything. Like there's the the two main characters are trash and can it. They're two uh, garbage cans that are like on the police force, but they're they're horrible. They're kind of like the Mark Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell characters from uh, the, oh, the totally good, the, the good other, guys, the other guys, oh, the other guys, other yeah, guys, yeah, totally. They just want to do well, and they always screw up and make blow up cities and stuff. I like that movie. That's probably why I like this. Yeah, so they're doing that. So they get sent down to Skid Row and they're, you know, that's where their new beat is. And Yeah, it's just super funny. I think it has kind of like an Animaniacs feel to it. Um, yeah, it's kind of just funny. Lots of silly stuff there. You can see from the cover kind of what it is. But yeah, lots of fun, like totally just brutal dad puns that are food. But oh. at the same time, it's like they're kind of smart because it's like it's not just like uh oh they're not just it's not your, in there it's not like an egg saying oh you're cracking me up it's like yeah. it's, it's like some pretty deep sight no wordplay on them mm -hmm. so. isn't very enjoyable yeah i i really liked it much like that star wars uh life day one could you know go in someone's stocking this would be cool to throw in someone's stocking yeah um i i hope this one would become something i do too this is something if if any of the stuff we've read, I, I'd like to see this. Well, and I don't watch anything like that. Like you said, that Adventure Time or that Captain Hunger Force or Rick and Morty or um, what's that other one? Uh, well, I said Veggie Tales, but that's that's like a Christian yeah, yeah I know what indoctrination. That is. But um, I don't watch any of that stuff, so I would watch it. So. Well, we'll go from something that was apparently really kid friendly to something that wasn't. No, sorry, point press. Well, I've been looking for this book for a while. I I love this cover. I think. Uh, well, we were looking at this book when we were looking at trying to do our first cover. Remember? I think it was about the same time. Yeah, and when we, we were talking to Justin, we said it probably wasn't good if we did two foul related yeah, books yeah. because that would 
sent the wrong message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one again from Source Point Press, and it is uh, well, you can go first. You can give your opinion. Uh, I I don't even this this book is crazy. I, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, it's got aliens. I think they're aliens. Yeah, they landed in a spaceship. Well, I don't know if they were aliens or some weird bacteria thing. I don't They were weird. Yeah. Um, and I wish the cover showed it off, and it doesn't. But this weird alien eyeball thing, it's got little legs. It's like a worm with a big eye on it. It kills this turkey, rips its eye out, and then climbs inside its eye and starts controlling the turkey. And yeah. it goes on a, a rampage. Yeah, and it does that. That's how, that's the aliens. It is hilarious. So these aliens uh, end up uh, taking over a turkey farm full of turkeys, and then they go out and they, and they want to take over the whole town and then the whole world. <laughs> it, it, and it, there's some parts that remind me of Kingsman, where it's just like the crazy church scene there. But with a turkey, they get turkey holding oh, yeah. a spear. Yeah, it's, it's, it's totally just kinetic ridiculous. and chaotic. So you got David C. Hayes and uh, Brian Dupley and uh, Dan Gorman, and they're all the creators, and they all do some of the artwork in that too. Mm -hmm. And what it is, it's an awesome, uh, no fun ride, but again, it's not, it's more for, it's definitely a mature, and it's a one shot. And what it is, is it's you got these aliens, they, they come to Earth to you know, take over the Earth, and they come and land on Turkey Day, but you know, on um, you know, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is they land on a turkey farm, and yeah, they're, they're, they're checking things out, and they're little, little green worms, and they have these big eyes on them. So uh, they take over the chicken, or the turkeys, just like Tyler says, they, they go in there, and they rip their eye out, and they kind of nestle in their head and take over like a big old parasite. And then they can fly around and oh, they're just, like super strong and shit. So everybody's at the... Uh, <laughs> no matter how you describe it, it's not ridiculous. Yeah. So then everybody's at the town uh, Turkey Day celebration, which is like they have like a big uh, Turkey Day play at the community theater. And that's when the turkeys all rush into town and start killing people. And it's just gruesome and gory. And yeah, I don't want to ruin the end or anything like that, but that's what it's about. Uh, you think there's gonna be more? I, there, I mean, not not <laughs> not in this town necessarily, but I could definitely see there being more holiday one shots for like Turkey Day or something like that. Cause yeah, a lot of these books this week were just kind of holiday one shots, and, and it's when they're fun like that, it's I, I enjoyed that too. Like that one and. Uh... Trash and Can It. Yeah. Those, those ones have been two of my favorite this week. Well, even the next one that we're going to cover, too, is the same thing. It's a one-shot holiday thing, too. That was yeah, kind of fun. and uh, Wild Bullets, yeah. number one. Yeah. Um, it, it starts off like a game of Clue, almost yeah. as like a whodunit. That's what I thought, too. When me and Tyler review books, we don't read them together or anything. And, and lots of time, we even just read them on separate days, because depending on our schedules. And yeah. that's why we moved the show to Thursday nights. So it, it's... It's almost funny how when we sit down here and start talking about that, we both have the same uh, well, yeah, opinions we'll have, and we'll views have, on it. Like the odd, oh, what'd you think of this and that? But like, uh, no, but we can still have that joy one. We hadn't talked about that or yeah, anything. But we can still have different opinions on it, but still think the book has the same message. Like, and same thing with this too. We both thought it was like a game of clue. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll describe it. Yeah. You uh, can read that and get rid of those papers. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing them rustle. I know. Sorry. You got, you got Greg Wright writing on here. Um, it's fun. What it is, is you get the, it's the family dinner at the Bullet family, and, uh, each of the characters here, uh, in the family, each uh, character represents, like, a, a genre of, uh, fiction or a genre of comics and that. Yeah. So you got one person that's, like, an occultist, and one person's, like, a mad scientist type of thing, another one that's a hard-boiled detective, uh, another one's like a Indiana Jones type. No, I I thought they were referencing Pitfall a lot with that. There are some yeah. spots where it just looks like the Pitfall guy. Yeah, it totally. It could be that too. You got a but yeah, adventurer. Yeah, you know, adventurer. Then you got a, the mom that's like a you know, old fashioned, like the shadow type of person and stuff. So, mm -hmm. and uh, what it is is, uh, it seems like they're all just gonna get their own little individual stories as they go. Yeah, because it's all. Nothing really ties in. Besides like, the whole fact that they're just there for dinner, and it seems yeah. like the dinner, like everybody, what happens the, is... The Bullets family, that's why it's called the Bullets. They're at yeah. Bullet Manor. The uh, maid, 
gets murdered, and that's why it's like Clue, and everybody tells their story. It nope. wasn't the maid. No. Well, yeah, well, you know, that's the end of the story there. <laughs> but everybody tells their story, and each story is kind of like a little background on each character, and each character has their, um, like, an origin story and mm -hmm. different artwork on that, too. So I think this being a one-shot could be like a, uh, see how, what the response is and maybe turn it into something like a... I don't know if it was a one-shot or not, because it says it's, number one. And normally, if it's a one-shot, it just says one-shot. So I wonder if they're testing it to see but have plans for more well yeah but there's not like this story could continue anymore from this so they could do a different they could have just been the time it came out well either way but it was one giant issue of just introducing people and it was fun it was again enjoyable funny yeah was that all the comics yeah that was like 15 books man i read Ooh. more than you did this week no i read a couple other books too but we ended up switching so Oh, well, what else did you read? We can... I did. I read the second issue of Dirtbag Rapture. That was a couple of weeks ago. Where are they? I'll throw them on screen. Uh, I read that one digitally because I haven't... It's, oh. But, but that was all right. Uh, it was just continuing on the stories. But so, uh, Human Remains. You read that one? I haven't read it yet. That's upstairs. That's one that came out as well as that Human Remains. That's the one where... I believe if they have an emotion. They show any kind of emotion. These weird interdimensional... Squid, not them, not squid. Cthulhu, -like. Cthulhu yeah. yeah, like War of the Worlds looking Lovecrafty creatures. Lovecraftian, yeah, creatures reach in and just like dismember everybody and then disappear again. So yeah, I'm gonna read that one because I like that one. There, there was a lot of stuff this week that we had planned for, but all these source point books that we've been waiting on, uh, finally all showed up. Well, they showed up on time. Right? Well, that we they never do. We never yeah. plan for them to yeah. show up, or they just never show up. So yeah. But it's true, though. Um, yeah, there's that one, uh, the Human Reigns one, but there's a few other ones, too. Uh, so that, the final issue of Sweet Paprika. That was came mm -hmm. out today, too. So, All right, we'll move on to uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> I had mentioned last week that I was going to do like a watch-along or some type of thing like that oh, with my I friend Ryan. before that. But it, didn't, uh, it just didn't work out with uh, timing and schedule-wise, but... The, We've already planned it for this week coming up, so we'll do a, like a live one when it gets released, like at like two or three in the morning. So we'll do it. Uh, yeah, I started watching it at two in the morning, and I usually I'm super awake, and then I start watching something and just. Mm -hmm. Um, but I watched it the following morning, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I know a lot of people are saying it's kind of goofy. It is, but I don't know what they're really expecting because that's Kate Bishop. Yeah. From what I've seen of her and what I read of her in that shitty book earlier, that seems who she is, is very comedic. However, I do think it seems even more goofy because Hawkeye is seeming a lot more grim. Like, he's over the superhero life. He doesn't want to be recognized. He just wants to go, go live with his family. He's had a lot happen to him. Yeah. And I, th I think that's even why it might seem a bit more goofy is because we're supposed to feel from his end of things. Mm-hmm. Um, not a whole lot of spoilers for this first episode, so I don't think there's anything really we have to worry about. No, saying. everything was in there that they've been saying it was going to be in there from the beginning. You got yeah. Lucky the Pizza Dog's in there. And oh, you was, got it right this time. Yeah, I always say Pizza the Lucky Dog. Lucky the Pizza Dog was in there, and, and you can tell he's going to be a big hit. Um, you had the Tracksuit Mafia in there, which, bro, those were those guys. Bro, bro was so, yeah. they were so funny. Um, you got, uh, Kate Bishop's mom there, which uh, I I ver I forget her name Verga for me from I can I told I you think, I I can name twelve movies she's in she's easily always, but I can never remember she's her got name a, yeah she's got a, a built different she's name. in the Conjuring Verna Farmega I think her name is and she's uh you knew already that she's being like teased or no potential and she's mm -hmm. guaranteed she's gonna Madam, be Madam Mask, Madam Mask yeah. yeah. Um, she's engaged to the sword. The master, sword master, I can tell that right away. Oh, totally, instantly. Yeah, he's, that's a really good character. I really like how that guy's playing that sword master character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who else is a bit? Well, you seemed pretty uh, surprised when they had that Armand guy there show up. Um, not that he lasts too long, but well, again, their Matt Fraction is the um, uh, consultant and uh, I guess producer in there. I think I saw too. Yeah, and it's. That it's the Hawkeye Matt Fraction story uh, volume series, whatever you want to call it, that they're pulling a lot of this stuff from. So yeah, I, they, he was in there, and like you said, a lot of this stuff is like 
um, you know, it, it's a lot of Hawkeye background. So mm -hmm. I mean, it just it, it just oh, I recognize that, or I recognize that. So I wouldn't say they're Easter eggs. I mean, a lot of people probably would say they're Easter eggs, but well, you you just ne recognize a lot of the stuff. I mean, people who know. I think it's an Easter egg when it's referencing just source material. Right, I know, but a lot of people don't know the source material for like Hawkeye. Besides, yeah. like, oh, he's a guy that shoots arrows. Um, but I even told you too, like, no, uh, Swordsman was the guy that trained. Hawkeye and his brother in the circus like that's how they mm -hmm. met and stuff so what do you think about Kate Bishop's introduction to the MCU how do you think they pulled um, it off with her whole why she wanted to be an archer and all a, that that was good I liked it mm -hmm. I mean I it makes sense like you have all these younger characters coming in now who like uh, Spider-Man or Kamala Khan or Kate Bishop well even they're, they're really all, they're all younger so when the Avengers first you know debuted back in 2012 which yeah. in their time I don't remember if that was 2012 for us um that was huge for them all these kids wanted to be heroes mm -hmm. so that that's basically in the comics too well even too they're they're really showing a lot of um uh, in the show here they're really showing a lot of hawkeye's daughter in here uh, yeah and that is one of the russo brothers daughters oh is it yeah see i thought uh, i think The Either son I, might be too right the oh. older son so i thought but definitely the daughter i thought they were maybe trying to use her as um as a character later on too i was thinking they would use her as cassie to do the uh stature which is like giant man's daughter but then i realized that's that's paul Rudd's different daughter. Yeah, yeah yeah different yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not, getting my young, Ant man <laughs> i'm getting my young avengers mixed up yeah okay yeah it was okay i'm looking forward to the next ones they're pretty goofy and funny and yeah i really like the christmas theme to it I like that. It kind of has like the whole um, Die Hard movie where Christmas mm -hmm. is in the background, but it's not like I'm doing this because of Christmas. You know, I'm not trying yeah. to save Christmas. So yeah. I like that. It's um, pretty good so far. There's some fun Christmas jokes in it, though. Oh, yeah. Um, basically, the way everything gets kicked off is just uh, Kate Bishop goes to this party with her mom and uh, she ends up wandering into a black market auction and yeah. finds the ronin sword and the ronin costume, costume there and yeah. she puts on the costume beats up a couple guys and they out they starts from there they follow her and hawkeye yeah. sees it on the news and it just goes from there yeah and then she gets all wrapped up into that because people think she's just associated with ronin so yeah and that's based but the, that's that's the end of the the, mm -hmm. the second episode is the two of them get caught and it shows us Echo, who we know has been in the show for a bit. Yeah, apparently Echo runs the tracksuit mafia. And, yeah. and Echo is a, a deaf assassin. So I'll see how she gets played into here. So yeah. in, 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 in... I wonder the, if those guys can all sign bro. <laughs> the amount of times they said bro and that they was would, so they funny would start, Russian guys. Hey, they, bro. They would start a sentence and end a sentence yeah. with it. So. Uh, but I've been, I enjoyed it. I think them dropping two episodes at once was a good call. They usually do that. Well, especially holiday weekend. The first episode focused solely on Kate, whereas the second one felt like it was a lot more on uh, yeah. Clint. I find, too, that it's the holiday weekend, so they probably did that on purpose because they knew people would be sitting around today. Like in today and tomorrow in the States, if you're not shopping, you're sitting around watching Mm -hmm. TV or well, football. and this way it'll be done just before Christmas too. I think. Well, that was it too for timing. Because I think there's only Boba Fett six episodes. Yeah. Well, four to go now. Yeah, Boba Fett comes out on the 29th, bro. Bro. Um, I that's all that really happened in the show. Still, super super strong rumors that Kingpin's gonna be in it. Mm -hmm. Um, latest one I saw is it's gonna be a fat suit that's enhanced by CG. So they're gonna make Vincent D'Onofrio even you know bigger than he was in Daredevil. Other than just this big dude, they're gonna actually make him the big kingpin. Hmm. Um, that that would be great to see. And they do sort of reference, and without saying you know kingpin of crime, they say the Ronin almost took out the head of all organized crime. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that part. And this is just total totally me speculating. I think. Echo, or as as Ronan, I guess Hawkeye, I think may have killed Echo's father. Crazy horse, who, or who trains everybody. Maybe it seemed that way. Oh, it could be. Because um, and the that might lead into the whole kingpin of it all. Well, because in the comics, uh, Echo became Ronan. Mm -hmm. 
And, and yeah, well, she's got her own show coming up. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. she she could take on the Ronan persona for a bit. Who knows? Yeah. She's got the the costume. She doesn't have the sword. No. Swordmaster has the sword. I think for myself, that's like the the one thing I'm curious to see the most come out of this show is, is Echo. Mm -hmm. I, I just want to see how they want to use her. Because she's a new character. She is very new. Only very, in the last few years. Like She's very new. Yeah. I know why that's it, that's a first appearance that lots of people could still probably pick up for Ooh. not a crazy expensive that not that we're not that we're spec guys but if one's that echo book yeah it's 350 bucks man if raw raw you're looking at 150 to 200 raw yeah not that we're spec guys but no i just because i was i was looking at an auction yesterday and i didn't win it you have one do you not I have the first, I have issue, she's nine and I have ten. Oh, that's cover. Ten is origin and cover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, that'll be in my auction, which will be on in, uh, as soon as we're done here. You got it all sorted and everything? Most of the stuff. And uh, before we sign off and everything, everybody please uh, like, share, subscribe and all that. We're going to... Uh, I'll hopefully put this up on YouTube because you know sometimes it works, sometimes it no, doesn't. It, it looked, it recorded today. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I hope everybody liked the quick little uh, unboxing video we had the other night. It was totally uh, unexpected, but I figured, oh, it would be fun, um, and it's a way to kind of uh, showcase some of the stuff that we're having in the auction. Mm -hmm. A lot of that stuff is in the auction. Tyler thinks not enough of it's in the auction, but well, that's. I mean, you filled up almost three long boxes of stuff that has just been sitting around, and I think you said you had one long box. Of that. Yeah. And Yeah, so I'll start up right <laughs> away. Uh, we are going to have a contest here now, so uh, what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to have a... Whoever wins the contest gets a copy of House of Slaughter 1. This is just regular cover A. To win this contest, you have to put in the comments below... Uh, where and when um, Stony the Ghost popped up in the video. Yeah. So put up a, a, no, a timestamp where Stony the Ghost popped up in the video here, and everybody who does that will be entered into um, a draw. So hopefully, please, everybody, you know, look for yourself. Don't just copy what everybody else wrote, because that's, that's kind of crappy. Um, and yeah, we will. everyone put multiple answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that was pretty much it, really. Yeah, I don't. Oh, what, one thing we will mention too, I kind of teased it a little bit here and there sometime this week is. Oh, right. We only mentioned it during the unboxing. Right. And mentioned earlier today if you want to throw up chicken. Uh, well, hold on, because I, I, I have this ready for oh, the interview nice. itself. Cool. Uh, I reached out to uh, Brian Buccioletto who is the author for Chicken Devil, and he was mm -hmm. kind enough to uh, respond back that he, uh, I asked if he'd want to do a little quick interview with us uh, for the show, and he agreed. So he was all ready to set something up uh, then and there, you know, kind of um, a plan, time, and date. And I said, oh, I'll, I'll give it back to him after the weekend because, uh, again, American Thanksgiving, I know how huge it is down there. You know, Thanksgiving to us in Canada is not... I mean, it's all right, but it's not that important. So I was going to get back to him next week. and Because apparently we do it wrong. Yeah. According I, to Stefan from uh, the Tags group. I guess so. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to have the interview on Thursday. Well, we'll show it on Thursday. I think we'll probably do a pre-recorded sometime beforehand because yeah, everyone's we'll, got crazy schedules. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if it, it might be next week, it might be the week after. Just depends when we yeah. can get it done, but that is coming up. And also too, if anybody has any questions and stuff like that, or or just you know, anything oh, in general, I, let us know. I know what we should throw out there. What's that? Uh, our buddy Dean at Peg City Comics. Oh yes, he's got his first exclusive book coming out for Stray Dogs. Yeah, and we're gonna have him on the show at some point too in the next little while. Yeah. So if you haven't seen that yet. I know lots of the people that watch this are part of that group as well, but mm -hmm. if you haven't seen that yet, check that out. Yeah. Um, it's a really nice cover. Yeah, Dean did a uh, Stray Dogs for the new one coming out, Dead Days. Dog and, Days. Oh, sorry, Dog Days. But it's Dead Days. And then the he does a homage from the old uh, Return of the Living Dead, by the old punked out version there. It's kind of cool. 
and uh, the cover is done by um, Andy Page. Page or Pierce? Andy Page, I believe his name. And uh, he does a lot of the um, My Little Pony covers and stuff like that. And uh, Really yeah. great artist. Yeah. I, I mentioned it when we were in the store today because someone had pulled... It was you. You pulled up that... Um, mm -hmm. That that yeah, I happened to pull out a My Little Pony and say, "Hey, this looks like a really great old Star Wars," yeah. and that happened to be that same artist. That's what I said. That's the guy that does the cover for um, for that. So yeah, that Dean's got those. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. We're gonna have. As I said, please check out uh, no two hundred four's um, Black Friday sale, and mm -hmm. our uh, our partner there, Justin with Big Country. He's having a uh, Big Country Black Friday sale too. Yeah, it's all great stuff. Yeah. Throw that back up there quickly. Yeah. I know C knows it because C loves 204. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for tonight. Mm -hmm. Look, it was on time. It was almost. Oh, almost almost had sound. Next, I think I muted it when I switched it back over. I had to do the reason, because we just had finished saying, don't forget the sound. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, maybe next time. See you there.